Hey, Wofford fans, Phil Marcello here, welcoming you into Conquer and Prevail, Tracking the Terriers, presented by Pinnacle Hospitality. Each week on Conquer and Prevail, we will check in with various Wofford athletic staff members to see what they are doing to keep their programs ready for action. On this episode, we talk with Alex Hamilton and Amanda Paris. Fans, we now welcome on Wofford men's golf coach, Alex Hamilton. Alex, I know you've been busy, so first off, thanks for taking a couple of minutes away from your day to talk to the Terrier fans. No, absolutely. And and honestly, busy is not a word I would use right now. It's, uh, <laughs> it's just a little different, right? Uh, we have two young girls, um, you know, trying to make sure they're staying on top of what they're supposed to be doing and everything. It's just, I guess, I guess busy has just changed would be the best way to put it. That is a good way to put it. Now we'll kind of jump back to, you know, where this kind of started. The team was had a couple of solid finishes, a sixth place finish at the Wexford Invitational as you were getting into really the stretch run of what would have been the season. What were you seeing from the team and maybe a couple of players that were starting to round into form before the unfortunate end? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, very unfortunate how things transpired. I mean, I mean, it, it was, uh, you know, we lost Walker Simons, who's not going to be back next year, was an all-SOCON player, was prepping to uh, – potentially be a two-time all-SOCON player for us, a, a great leader, great great guy, great team guy. Um, to have his senior season cut off like that was was definitely a little bit upsetting. But we were starting to play some pretty good golf. In Westford, we actually still had – we finished sixth, but it was a very tightly packed finish. We still had a chance to win with – I think it was three holes to play. We were three shots back, I think, if I remember correctly. Um, that was great to see. Uh, you know, Palmetto, we fought pretty hard. Had some guys with some pretty good finishes. Martyr was coming off, I think, three straight top 20 finishes to end the uh, to end the the spring season. You know, so Ryan was playing well. Uh, Walker Jones was starting to play some pretty good golf. Uh, Walker Simons obviously was playing very well. Um, a freshman, Matthew Larkin, played his first collegiate round on the team for us. Shot it under par, which is amazing. Uh, you know. All, all that team pressure, all everything, and he was able to go out there and actually birdie his last hole to shoot on the par in his first round. So a lot of good things coming into form kind of in the spring. So it was, a, it was really unfortunate to see that kind of thing happen. Yeah, you know, it, it was, from my perspective, it was fun getting to know Walker and all the guys, but unfortunately the way it ended, but good getting to know him. And you mentioned Ryan Martyr. He had bumped his way up to top 15 in terms of SOCON scoring average. He's going to be a senior next year. What did you see in his game and, you know, what can – he bring next year as, as being that, that senior leader? Yeah, Martyr's a great player for us. I mean, if you look at his resume, he's played in two USAMs. He almost won the South Carolina State Am, almost won the Carolinas Am. Um, you know, kind of led us, if I remember correctly, back we beat Georgia last year at Georgia. He was kind of our leader that week. Um, you know, so we've had some good finishes. He's had some good play. Um, occasionally he's fought the driver a little bit, but all in all, he's really starting to round into form and was playing some exceptional golf. This guy makes a lot of birdies. Um, last year, I think at Palmetto, he turned in 30 and, you know, Walker Simon shot 64 that week. Uh, you know, so some really good things for Marker and, and really looking forward to seeing his senior year. I think it's going to be special. I think a lot of the viewers will uh, relate to fighting with the driver. Um, but talk about what you can say about maybe some of the incoming freshmen that you're hoping can give a jolt of energy to, to the program. Right. So we have three incoming freshmen, uh, Jay Beach, Harry Jones, and John Fahey, and John's from Charlotte. The other two are actually both from Richmond Academy and Augusta. So that's something unusual to have two players from the same high school. 
Um, all three are really smart guys, great Wofford people. Uh, Jay was a Southeastern Junior Tour Player of the Year, I think, in 2018. Um, you know, so he's got a very accomplished resume, lots of junior golf wins and stuff like that. Harry is a great player. His dad actually played for Furman, so we stole one there, I guess you could say. <laughs> a good get. Um, and then John from Charlotte, like I think I said, and, and John's a very, uh, very good athlete. His team finished, I think, lost in the finals of the, of the North Carolina high school soccer. And, and obviously he's a golfer too, so he's just an incredible athlete, and his upside is, is definitely. We'll shift gears for a second, and we'll talk a little bit about your background. Um, you played at South Carolina, mm -hmm. <laughs> South yeah. Carolina, and then you competed, you know, for a while on, on various professional tours and then got into coaching. How did that different experience, you know, at a player, as a player, and then both collegiately, professionally, how did that translate or how does that help you when you're coaching up these, these guys when you were once in their shoes? You know, that's just kind of always my mind. That's what I tell recruits. I, I, I try to tell them I definitely have – walked in their shoes, uh, trying to give them the advice that I probably didn't listen to well enough. That's, that's the, at the end of the day, that's the, that's the deal, right? We're all trying to get better. Um, just trying to guide them on the process and trying to let them know what it's like out there. You know, we're very fortunate. We have William McGirt, we have Andrew Novak. Um, these guys have seen their contemporaries here go on and advance to do great things. Andrew won this year on the Corn Ferry Tour. McGirt's obviously a tour winner, and they're both great ambassadors for our program and our school. And I, I just think it's uh, it's important for them to understand what the two people accomplished and what it takes to get to that level. And hopefully with a little bit of my experience, that uh, I can try to help them along those roads. Yeah, it certainly helps to have a couple notable alum like those two that, that have really done it in, in recent years, too. Um, what can you tell – the, the Watford fans about the new facility that your team and the women's program are going to be able to take advantage of. I know you've got to be excited about that. Absolutely. Look, that's going to be a game changer for us. Um, both a new dorm and, and increase in enrollment is going to be good for the school as a whole. But then for us specifically, being selfish, um, a brand new locker room, uh, two full simulators, a warm-up area, a putting studio. Our coaches' offices are going to be in there. It's really be nice not only a recruiting tool but a good spot for us to get together as a team there'll be an opportunity for us to have like some small team meetings in there um, some study space in there so it's so it's really going to be just a, a good family environment so I, so I think that's going to be really helpful to not only in recruiting but in the development and the and hopefully the day-to-day -day happiness of our players well I think the only person that'll be sad would be Anthony DiCarlo because he can't just walk down the hall and and work right. his, his swing a little bit, but it'll be closer. Yeah. Maybe Walker Simons too now. Maybe Walker. <laughs> true, true, true. Um, now, I got to ask, did you watch the Memorial Day match with Tiger and Peyton and Phil and Tom? And if so, what do you think about it? I did. You know, early in that match, I, I honestly thought it was over. Um, I thought through about five or six holes that, that Tiger, and, um, Tiger and, and Peyton were just going to dominate them. And then actually ended up being a great match. Um, I thought it was wonderful television, um, anything like that. I think they raised $20 million for uh, different charities, which is incredible. Um, so, I, I mean, it was, it was awesome TV. I, I, hopefully they'll do more of that kind of stuff. Um, you know, there was the one, I think, with Rory, Dustin, 
maybe Ricky and I can't remember who else was in. It was that a collegiate one. player, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I can't remember who the other person was, but that was a good one too. I think they raised about five or six million dollars. Um, just some really cool opportunities for some people to take advantage of of their gifts and, and their ability. And Peyton has, gosh, his his personality is 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 awesome. So just you know, listening to those guys talk back and forth was a lot of fun. Well, we'll kind of wrap it up there. But Alex, one more time, just thanks for cutting out for a few minutes and. Hope you enjoy the, the rest of your time with your family. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. Pinnacle Hospitality is an award-winning hospitality company based in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Their growing portfolio of internationally recognized hotels include Hilton Worldwide, Marriott International, Intercontinental Hotels Group, and Wyndham Hotels. Their burgeoning restaurant endeavors are poised to create a uniquely and locally inspired social dining experience. As a full-service management company, their team provides expert management for owners and asset managers. This expert management is carried forward through Pinnacle's vision and mission. Fans, we now welcome on assistant women's basketball coach, Amanda Paris. Amanda, thanks for taking a couple minutes out of your day to talk to the Terrier fans today. Hey, absolutely. I, I'm happy to be here and um, I'm happy to actually have a time in the day where I can break up the day and um, talk to somebody else other than a few people here at my apartment. Right, right. I think a lot of people are in that similar situation. We'll start kind of with your background. You played at Anderson University and then you got into the coaching side from there and ultimately led you to Wofford. But when did you know that you wanted to get into coaching? Um, I actually knew really early in my life. I, um, I've been blessed to meet a lot of people in my life. Basketball has been that big platform for me. And in my sixth grade year um, in middle school, my uh, middle school coach, she, um, she was from the area and she had gone to play at a, a division school, division two school. And um, she was my idol. Uh, we were the same height, basically. So I was like, you know what, if she could do it, I could do it. Um, as, as a player and then on as a coach and ever since then this has been the only thing I've known basketball um, has been something I've always wanted to be around so um, pretty early on in my life for sure. That's awesome can you tell us about I know you're at Gannon after but can you tell us about how you got to Wofford? Yeah uh, so I <laughs> okay long story I feel like um, but so I've actually known Jimmy, um, Coach Garrity, and uh, Mike Merrill for a very long time. Um, I've known them for almost nine years now. Um, and so when I graduated from Anderson, um, I had two or had an extra semester to finish out some student teaching um, locally there in Anderson. And so um, along with that, I was like, hey, like if y'all need my help. Um, you know, please contact me. I'll do anything. I will fill up water bottles. Uh, if you need a scout team, I'll play. Um, I just wanted to do anything to stay connected with the team um, and also with basketball for sure. Um, and of course, Jimmy and Mike were the two that were hired on there after, um, after I graduated. And so um, I was grateful enough. They took me on and I was basically uh, jumping in headfirst going, through um, scouting, recruiting, and just learning everything about um, about what it is to be a college coach. Um, so I was there for two years, um, and then um, after that, we 
all went, I went my separate ways from those two. And after that, you know, when I was at Gannon, um, I love Gannon. Um, I was there with my college coach who I played for. And um, the only bad thing that I did not like is the snow. <laughs> um, we had some bad, we had a bad snow that year, that year I was there. And I was like, ah, somebody who's originally from Georgia, you know, this isn't the best thing I think for me, I, you know? And so, but um, I got a call from Jimmy that spring and he was like, hey, an opening popped up. Would you want to come down? And he gave me, Phil, I tell you, he gave me three days to make a decision. <laughs> and I thought, I listened, I said, well, are you going to give me the week? And he goes, no, I'm going to give you a couple of days. Um, but it was a, it was something that I didn't even have to think twice about. And um, been here ever since going into my fourth year, this coming year and time has flown by so fast. I bet that's a cool, cool backstory. Now, one of your duties now is to be the recruiting coordinator. Can you tell us a little bit about what that entails and how the COVID has impacted that? Um, I'll start with, I guess, like the role. I love everything about this recruiting coordinating position because um, I get to talk to so many people. Um, I've, we always hound on relationships and that's, you know, people on campus, girls in the, on the team, and then also with us for as a coaching staff. But that also relates obviously onto recruiting. And I love talking to the young ladies that um, we want here on campus. And um, it's just a lot of fun. Um, the fun part too is I get to create a lot of different things like images and just anything creative to keep people interested, basically. Um, ever since the quarantine happened, it's been a little bit different. Um, and as every college uh, sport knows, Zoom has been the biggest attribute to our recruiting. Um, with that, we've been able to do, you know, live tours on campus, um, which we were really blessed. We, we actually, one of our um, 2021s that we had commit to us, um, it was all about the Zoom. It was all about the videos that we had. And um, just, again, the relationship part where all of us were making her and her family feel at home um, is just the big thing that we like to push for our program. 2018-19 was a, a really special one. Um, you knocked off the number four team to advance, ETSU to advance to the semifinals, and that was the first time the program had been that far since 2002. Explain that kind of game and then the culmination and the feeling after that. that I mean, that was, must have been awesome. I can remember almost everything about that game. I can remember looking over at Coach Merrill as it's like three, two, one, I look at Coach Merrill and I, I look at him and I'm saying, we just did it. We just broke like history. Um, we broke some records. That year was the, our biggest year. I think just so far, just because of our position, we broke so many records that year as a team. But that one was just a, like, just that half cherry on top. Now, of course we wanted, we would have wanted to do more and gone further, but just hitting that milestone as a program Oh my, like I still get chills from it because um, I can just remember the plays that some of our, um, some of our players were having to make just because ETSU is so tough um, and they like to run and they like to get up in you, but our girls never back down. Um, and for us going into that locker room, I can just see water flying everywhere. Um, and one, one big thing that we always say is we all we got, we all we need. And in that game, that is exactly what what it was um that's all all we had were those you know five on the court those six or seven on the bench 
Um, and that's all we needed for that. Um, and I think I just I, I, I need their season to hurry up and get here so we can go right back right back to that feeling. Amanda, well, thanks for, again, taking a few minutes out, out of your day. Um, really enjoyed talking and looking forward to seeing this episode come out. Awesome. Thank you, Phil. Thank you so much for inviting me as well.